Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What with Dan and Julie. Today we have Greg Sikoron, who is an acoustic engineer. Hi, Greg. Hello. Hi. How, How are, are we? Yes, I'm good. And you? I'm good. Thank you. So whereabouts in Germany are you based? Uh, I'm in uh, Munich or north of Munich to be precise in, in Garching in in the office right now actually oh you're in the office well we're in yes. we're in lockdown in the uk so um how are you uh, are you going into lockdown or well well technically uh it's uh we are also getting into into lockdown in in germany right now mm. um but the the specifics of, of of my job and and my team we we have to be in the office so we are granted the permission to 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 be in the office as, mm. as we work physically uh, on the cars and yeah. remote work doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what's the company you work for then, Greg? I work for Harman International. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it specialize in doing? So I'm in the automotive division uh, in, in car audio specifically and um, the, I'm heading the department called Acoustic Systems Engineering and responsible for Europe. And what we do, um, as you may have heard, Harman um, develops sound systems in the cars for, um, for the, the OEM application. So we develop systems in the, pro, in the production process together with the car. And then when you are configuring your your new car you you can select an option for example you would like to have a jbl system harman kardon system bang and olufsen system for example so so basically my my team is is designing these systems uh choosing the 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 components like speakers amplifiers dsp technologies and at the end we are tuning the systems and then it goes into production wow so it's a sound system design for automotive in general. <laughs> so acoustic engineering, how did you get into that? Well, acoustic engineering in, in general, well, it started with music. Um, I'm, I'm coming, um, I grew up in a family uh, with a musical background. Uh, basically everyone in my family was either a professional musician or amateur musician. So I had to, I was introduced to music very early in the age. Actually, I don't even remember when I started playing an instrument. And <laughs> at the beginning was a kind of, you know, trying something out. Then it turned into a professional uh, education. So uh, I am a professionally trained pianist. I oh, wow. started at age of six and finished at the age of uh, 18. Mm. I mean, I'm still playing, but not, not, no, no, I'm not taking classes anymore. Um, so, so the music was always there, and but at, at the same time, I, I liked math and physics and wanted to somehow combine it. I, I knew that I have to do something that is connected to music, and I quickly ran, learned about acoustic engineer, sound, sound, sound engineering, and from I mean already as a teenager, I was I was playing with uh, computer audio. I had a tape recorder, uh, recorder recording all sort of weird sounds around me, and <laughs> <laughs> that that led to the uni- university. So that yeah. was that's basically uh, how it how it started. So you you went to university and I, you just studied. Is it acoustic engineering, or do you specialize once you've studied uh, engineering in general? How did it work for you? 
So yeah, that's a long story. I <laughs> I, I spent seven years at at, at university. Wow. Um, um, so the, my my first is a degree. I, I studied in um, at the University of Technology uh, in in Gdańsk, Poland, mm-hmm. and this is um, that was a basically a general uh, electronics, telecommunications, computer science um, department. So kind of a general studies for the first three years, with of course with a focus on uh, electronics. And then the the last uh, two and a half years of the university was more specialized on multimedia systems, on audio engineering. So this is where I started learning basically professional knowledge about audio and acoustics. And this is also where, when I started to to work in the industry. I mean, at the beginning, some simple jobs, uh, just being in the studio, uh, making sure that the the main sound engineer uh, gets enough coffee and the, all the <laughs> <laughs> all the cables are you know prepared for with the microphones, but that's how you usually start in the, in yeah, the music industry. Definitely. And then yeah, then I was getting uh, more more and more responsibility, doing some simpler recordings and more complex recordings. Then work in the broadcasting in the TV and radio. Oh wow. So this is how it started. It's kind of studying and working at the same time. Mm. Um, and then when I was done with this, uh, with the, my, my first degree, um, I was also involved in the organization called Audio Engineer, Engineering Society, AES, mm-hmm. probably the largest society, oldest and largest society for audio engineers uh, in the world. And I, I met people there and uh, who told me that about the other aspect of audio engineering, that it's, you know, it's not only technical stuff, there is also musical stuff. Mm. There is something, uh, people that call themselves, uh, themselves tonmeisters or music producers, balance engineers. So more artistic approach to, to sound engineering. And I, I got really curious because I thought, well, I have this technical background. I also mm. have musical background. I, I played piano, many years i mean i i studied music theory and everything wow so why not try to get to one of these universities and the one i found was um um, mcgill university sound recording a two-year master's program it was not easy to get in they are Mm -hmm. pretty selective uh I, i think back in 2008 when i started was yeah, six of us uh, for wow. for each year. I, I have to say I'm, I, I was really lucky uh, to get through all the interviews. Through my portfolio was was pretty good. Yeah, and then yeah, I got in. <laughs> so was there was there anything that helped you to stand out during that interview process to get into the course? I I, I think. The, the 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 faculty first of all they they appreciated that I already have a professional experience because mm-hmm. I started quite early. Um, my musical education was actually it was a requirement, so um, I think it was a combination of of the professional experience and and probably a passion that I displayed on on these interviews because for me the the audio acoustics, sound engineering, music, it's basically 
what I do in my life. I cannot imagine doing anything else. Yeah. So maybe that, that helped this, this passion element that I was able to, to transfer <laughs> yeah. uh, during this, the, these interviews. And so where, where can you apply this skill set once you've got your master's degree or whatever it be within uh, acoustic engineering? Where can you then apply that? So this is, uh, I mean, one industry, and this is where I started, is, is the music in, industry. Yeah. Um, so this is where you, you are in the recording studio or in the broca- broadcasting studio, and then you work with artists, with musicians uh, to create music, commercials, anything that is connected with, with audio uh, and, and, and sound. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a, a t- typical path, and this is where, where I was at the beginning kind of lo- located um but it's it's i have to say um especially these days it's 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 a difficult job because pre- there's pre- pretty much no fixed employment right, uh, okay. most of sound engineers are freelancers and then you're just going from one project to to another mm-hmm. um, it is fun because <laughs> it's always <laughs> an ad- adventure yeah uh, but it, it can be quite quite stressful uh, at, at times mm-hmm. um, and the other industry is, is basically you go into uh, either consumer electronics where you develop for example loudspeakers and other audio products uh, headphones mm-hmm. or you might go into uh, automotive and also in automotive you you can work for NVH department so working with car acoustics in in general Mm-hmm. with the more like vibration element of, of the acoustics, how much noise is getting into the, in, into the car, how to tame that noise, how to control that noise. Mm-hmm. So it's more, I would say, cla- hardcore acoustics. You're not yeah. working with sound, you're working with acoustics. Um, and the other part is more this entertainment part where I am, and this is building sound systems for, uh, for OEM, OEMs. Wow. And there's there there's more you can go into architectural acoustics, so building sound systems uh, mm-hmm. for for uh, for spaces, live sounds. Um, so this is where you um, it's sound public address sound sound reinforcement. Um, so making music at the concert venue. Mm-hmm. But there's quite a lot of options, but uh, it's it's quite competitive. I have to say. Yeah, I suppose if there's, if there's, you know, employment is on freelance basis for most, you know, acoustic engineers or audio engineers, then there's going to be a lot of competition to get those, get those jobs, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what is an average day like for yourself in the, uh, in the current role you're doing? Well, uh, I'm in a management role right now, so it's uh, <laughs> it's very different <laughs> to what I was doing as an engineer. So I mean, for, for me personally, it's I, I spend a lot of time on on meetings, which mm-hmm. which is normal. Um, yeah, d- designing the the systems, discussing the issues, uh, meetings with the team, solving problems, and just also pure administration. Mm. Um, but I, I do spend quite a lot of time on uh, designing the system. So so being more as an architect at the mm-hmm. early phases. Uh, of of the project 
so um, and what's it like an average day for the engineers that work for you? What, what are they doing every day? This de depends on which stage of the projects uh, they are. Um, a typical development time frame for a sound system in the car, mm -hmm. it's anywhere, anywhere from five to, to, to three years. Um, and at the beginning uh, the, of, of, of the project, the engineers are more focused on uh, creating the architecture, making sure that the components that we have selected or we are about to select are meeting our specification. You can mm -hmm. imagine there, there is a different specification for a, a small car with a, for example, JBL system and different specification for a uh, top level BMW with a Bowers and Wilkins system. Yeah. So we, we also need to manage that basically. It's a, <laughs> it's a product design. Yeah. Um, apart from the sound quality um, at, at targets, we, we of course have to uh, design the product for a specific target cost. Mm -hmm. That's like in any engineering branch. Yeah. Uh, um, so, the, so the engineer, if, if we are starting about the, the, in, in the project, then acoustics engineers are involved in the architecture, making sure that the, the system, from the, the system perspective, we are meeting all the requirements and the product that we are designing basically on paper will, will achieve a certain performance. Mm -hmm. So this is, let's say, at, at the start, maybe the first year of, of the development. Um, then late, later on is more following the development. There will be some, always some, some issues, some changes, and we have to make sure that the changes are not impacting acoustical performance or impacting the acoustical performance in a minimal way. And for that, for example, engineer might have to uh, run uh, specific simulations. Sometimes uh, we have to build a proof of concept to, to basically prove uh, or research some potential uh, issues because there are mm -hmm. some problems we basically don't have prior experience to. Well, we need to try it out on yeah. some uh, basically building a proof of concept uh, stage. So yeah. when we have the whole system already defined, all the issues are solved, then we get the first prototype of, of the car around 12 to 18 months before the start of the, the production. Oh, wow. So we have the first prototype. It's still not the final car, but it mm. already looks like a car. Um, and then we have also our... Uh, components of loudspeakers and, and amplifiers built in so we can perform the first tuning and tuning is basically like bringing the whole system together to create the the acoustical illusion to, yeah. to create it's it's a bit like cooking we have all the components uh you know the potatoes meat vegetables yeah and now we need to bring it together according to our recipe add some spices and basically make a dish out of it. <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. Um, so, so this is the, 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 the tuning and this process repeats uh, a couple of times. Then we, we get a, a car prototype that is more, more advanced, closer to, to a final uh, product. Mm. Our components also matured during that time. Mm. And we, we do another loop and, and typically also the, the last loop on the, the production car mm -hmm. um, and 
that also involves driving. We have to make sure that the sound system also has a good, per maintains the performance while we are driving at different speeds, different conditions. And when we are done, then that goes basically gets replicated tens, hundreds, millions of, of times and wow. goes onto the market. That must be a really cool feeling to have had an impact. I mean, because I mean, at Harman, you work on some, some massive, massive car brands. Um, mm -hmm. It must be so fun to get the, the prototypes in and, and put your work into it and know that, you know, your work's going all around the world. I, I have to say that this, this, is, this is one of the, 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 coolest, the coolest parts. And I, I really sometimes get goosebumps when I talk about yeah. it. Because it's 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 such a fantastic feeling when you see a car with your system, someone yeah. in the car dri driving in that car, enjoying your system, you know, yeah. listening to to music, and then you remember a time a couple of years back when that system was basically on the whiteboard for the first time. Yeah, that is cool. It, and it's just and typically the acoustic engineers are the ones who are following the the whole project. Other engineering disciplines, they, they are involved in a specific time in the project. Well, they, they design a component. Mm. Uh, and acoustics engineering, or we call the acoustic systems engineering because we, we engineer the whole system. We are from the very early beginning to the, the launch of, of the product. And you can really learn a lot uh, during the process. I'm, yeah. I'm learning every day and this is what what motivates me to to get up every day and come here That's even cool. in the log during the lockdown <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool and you must see some really really cool prototype cars you know very very early doors before anyone yes. has really Yes they, they tip, at the beginning they're typically not so pretty <laughs> <laughs> there there's a lot of uh, loose cables hanging uh parts are not finished Yeah um sometimes we receive a car for tuning basically that doesn't have any uh, uh, seats inside mm -hmm. and well that's a problem because we cannot really do the tuning when there is no <laughs> seats but there's a lot of funny stories that I, I could tell about uh, <laughs> incidents <laughs> I bet I bet um, so we've had we've had quite a few engineers on actually we we had the uh, the director of the Royal Academy of Engineering on uh, a couple of weeks ago and um, we were just talking about personality traits for engineers um, and he he sort of described it as you have to be someone that just loves to to solve problems and and fix things and and tinker with things does that does that fit your your perception of an engineer's personality traits Yes, de definitely. The, I mean, the, basically, what we do all the time is, is solving the, the problems. And there is also, um, how, how should I put it, a certain amount of skin in the game mm. uh, for, for acoustic engineers. Yeah. Because we, we know that whatever shortcut we will make in the development process and if it's this is a conscious shortcut or sometimes it's an unconscious shortcut so basically a mistake that is is overlooked mm. um we know that it will impact the the end result and and we are responsible for the end result yeah but that that kind of there is the skin in the game element uh, for us and that's, yeah. that's why even though we are not the largest team uh, largest department in the organization because you, you, you need, for example, many more 
hardware engineers to build an amplifier. Mm. But each member, each engineer in my team, they, they have this, this passion and this almost, we are very inquisitive. I mean, asking a lot of questions. Mm. And then sometimes, um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't want to say that we are uh, disliked, but sometimes we are annoying others <laughs> because we, we want answers because we know if we don't get to the bottom, if we don't know exactly how it's done, it's going to impact the acoustics yeah. later on and it will impact it at the stage where we cannot change, uh, change it anymore. It will be simply too late. So there is this uh, passion is one thing, but it's also this, this skin in the game element that, that uh, also drives us for, yeah. for perfection. I suppose, you know, some other engineers can, if they've done something different on a building, they can kind of change it and, and move the way they do things. But for you, if, if the audio sounds different, there's no hiding from it, is there? You know, people will hear it. Yeah, I mean, the, the end result is the end result. So yeah. basically, in the tuning process, this is a sum of the whole development yeah. that, that we are given, and then we have to build something from it. <laughs> I, I guess we've, we've already touched on this next bit, but um, what would be the biggest positive or the biggest opportunity you've had through this career? So uh, yes, yes. What 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 we mentioned is this ability to to be involved in the in the whole project mm. uh, from pre-development to the the first quotation uh, to to the customer ideation on on the system through the development and the, and the final product. Mm. That's certainly rewarding. And 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 the other the other fun part. I mean. We, we work with music yeah so what, so cool. what can be better than that <laughs> very cool um and on the other hand what's maybe uh something that's less favorable about your working in industry uh what is less favorable uh it could be I mean, long hours or or something like that it it is definitely long uh, hours uh specifically in the in the last stage of of the project because we sometimes we have i mean often or always limited <laughs> amount amount of time to to finish for example a, a tuning and if something doesn't go right mm. well the 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 end date doesn't shift and that's basically the last <laughs> stage yeah so we 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 just have to do it sometimes engineers have to travel around the world uh to because the the customers cannot ship the cars to our location to our labs then we have to go to their labs and the conditions are, are different. I, yeah. I've, I've been in a project where basically we work during the night shifts wow. and, and tuning the cars in the, during the night hours is, is difficult because you rely on your senses. Mm. But that was the only time where uh, the, the cars were available uh, at the customer side. So there's, there's a lot of, Tension, uh, stress related, especially um, in the last phase of, of the project. And, and the, other, the other part is that, that you, you know that basically the, the final sound quality, it's all about the details. Yeah. And each engineer is trying to catch all the details and make sure that the details are done right. Mm-hmm. But if you work with the team that is sometimes spread around the world, sometimes you don't know what you miss. 
So you are sometimes it's just this fear of yeah. unknown unknowns. Yeah. And then you're just thinking about it. Am I missing something? You know, maybe I should talk to this guy, how this will be done and then so on. Because you, you, this is the skin in the game component that you, <laughs> you want to make sure that everything will be done according to, you know, the best practices. Yeah, definitely. And um, so is there something that you wouldn't necessarily think of, but you do every day, something that wouldn't be in the job description, but something that you have to deal with? there's a lot of negotiation communication mm. uh dealing with with different cultures i i think this is a bit underestimated in the job description because we typically well we are looking for acoustic engineer mm. but acoustic engineering is the, the is the core of, of of what we do but you need to be just a good people's person mm-hmm um, especially if you, f- for example, work on the on the tuning, and then you have your your customer. It's like working with the artists in the studio. Mm. And I remember from my studio days, I was I was sometimes amazed, like how come I I I, I knew one engineer, and I knew his the mo- one of the most brilliant engineers mm. that I ever worked with. I mean, he had so much knowledge, and I was wondering why he's not getting the projects. Mm-hmm. And there was another engineer who was a good engineer and he had lots of projects, lots of so-called gigs, you know, albums, yeah. recordings and, and so on. And it was about the person personality that the, the, mm. the other person, even though that he, he was, wasn't the best engineer in the world. Yeah. Uh, he could make a very comfortable situ- um, atmosphere in the studio. He knew how to make them comfortable during the mixing that he's giving them the best yeah. results that is, that is possible. Mm-hmm. It's the same in this industry. We work with the customer. We, we have our brands that we mm-hmm. need to protect, but at the end, we are building a system into a Volvo, into Audi, into BMW. Yeah. And there is also a counterpart, an acoustic engineer on their side. And we need to make sure that his vision is also transferred. It's, it's his car at the end, but also the vision of our brand is, is transferred uh, in, into into the final, let's say, sound signature. So yeah. there's that element of of dealing with 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 people, negotiation, and um, and dealing with characters, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you got any uh, you know advice for anyone who's listening to this and thinking, oh, actually, you know, I'd I'd love to be an acoustic engineer. Is there anything extra they could do while they're at university, or could they maybe do some of their own little projects or anything like that? I, I would say if, if, if you want to be specifically go into the automotive uh, industry and build and, and tune systems, then start building systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have an old car, then put some speakers inside and just learn what kind of components are, are getting uh, in, in, into the system. Learn about basics, about the amplifier, about the speakers, and how do they interact with the car acoustics, the, the vehicle acoustics too. To get the feeling for uh, for it, and mm-hmm. if you don't have a car, then build your own speaker. You know, take yeah. the the wooden box, design it, make a you know, a choose the driver, shape the volume around it, and just learn about the the real world interactions. There's 
a lot in the books, but nothing will sub substitute the, the real experience. Yeah, and, so and typically when I'm hiring uh, engineers, education is, is, is very important. Uh, but I, I typically choose engineers that have this experience. And if it doesn't have to be a work experience, it can be say, hey, okay, someone tells me I just graduated. Mm -hmm. I I didn't work in the industry, but I built myself five speakers and it's showing me the photos of the speakers and we talk, okay, how did you design the speakers? And I already get a feeling, okay, this guy's, he's in, this guy's into it. He knows what he's talking about. He has a good background and he did something apart from the normal university program. That means he, he has a passion. Yes, at, yeah, at that's the same it. time. And, and it's he's showing you that, you know, he's amb or he or she is ambitious and they want to do it and they've they've gone out of their way to do extra things, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and this is what what I wanted to to add like the, mm. people people see man, many years in in this in this job is simply because of the passion. Mm. Um I, in, in my team, I have engineers who are working 20, 25 years in, in this industry, basically wow. doing, I don't want to say doing the same because each project <laughs> is different, Yeah, different set of challenges. And after 25 years, they still get surprised about things. Um, but they typically, if you're in acoustics, in sound, you, you stay in acoustics and in, in, in sound. It's because it's simply a passion yeah. that you have. <laughs> And would you still go into the world of acoustic engineering now? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, the, the element I like is, is first of all, the, the music and also the, the whole science behind it. And then you need to balance the, the art with mm. science, with, uh, with sometimes you're balancing facts with perception. Mm. And it's just, just amazing. It's, it's super complex. Um, yeah that's what makes it exciting you learn every day um well thank you so much for coming on greg it's been a, a real pleasure to chat with you and, and find out all about acoustic engineering thank you it was a pleasure thank you okay.